Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of stains found under the microbiology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a general overview. For gram stain, gram-positive bacteria have a thick peptidoglycan layer in their cell walls that holds the crystal violet stain. Gram-negative bacteria cannot hold the crystal violet stain and are counterstained by safranin. For Giemza stain, this will typically stain Borrelia, Plasmodium, Trypanosomes, and Chlamydia. The periodic acid shift stain, or PAS, will stain for glycogen, mucopolysaccharides, and it is used to diagnose Whipple's disease, which is caused by Trophorema whipelli. A carbol fusion stain is used for acid-fast staining. The Zeal-Nielsen stain is also used to stain acid-fast organisms, such as Mycobacterium, Nocardia, which is partially acid-fast, and Cryptosporidium oocytes. The India ink stain is used to identify Cryptococcus neoformans. Remember that the stain is not taken up by polysaccharide capsule, creating a transparent halo, and the mucicarmine can also be used to stain the capsule red. A silver stain is used for fungi and organisms such as pneumocystis and legionella. Now let's discuss bugs that gram stain poorly. Treponema is too thin to be visualized, so one must use dark field microscopy or fluorescent antibodies. Rickettsia also stains poorly. Mycobacteria have a high lipid content cell wall, so one must use an acid-fast stain. Legionella pneumophila is an intracellular bug, so one must use a silver stain. Mycoplasma and ureaplasma have no cell wall. And chlamydia is also an intracellular bacteria. Also remember that it has a cell wall, but the cell wall does not contain peptidoglycan. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to stains, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 26-year-old female presents to your office due to one week of feeling unwell. She complains of a headache and a non-productive cough over the last several days, which have both worsened today. She does not have any history of serious infection and is not currently taking any medications. Physical exam demonstrates a temperature of 99 degrees Fahrenheit or 37.2 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 120 over 78. Pulse is 90 beats per minute. Respirations are 21 breaths per minute. And pulse oximetry demonstrates 98% on room air. She has diffuse ronchi bilaterally. You decide to order a chest radiograph, which demonstrates diffuse interstitial infiltrates. The pathogen responsible for her current presentation most likely belongs to which of the following categories? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Gram-positive organism Choice 2. Gram-negative organism Choice 3. Non-gram-staining bacteria Choice 4. DNA virus Or Choice 5. RNA virus The best answer to this question is choice 3, non-gram-staining bacteria. This patient's insidious onset of a non-productive cough and headache with diffuse interstitial infiltrates on chest radiograph is suggestive of atypical pneumonia caused by an infection with mycoplasma pneumonia. Mycoplasma have no cell wall and are not seen on gram stain. Among young adults, mycoplasma pneumonia is the most likely cause of this atypical pneumonia. The chest radiograph is often worse than the patient's lung exam findings, which can vary from normal to diffuse ronchi or wheezes. Mycoplasma is not characterized by gram stain because it lacks a cell wall, 
and the bacterial membrane contains sterile instead. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Gram-positive organisms such as Streptococcus pneumoniae may cause pneumonia in young adults. However, it does not cause atypical walking pneumonia as seen in this patient and would instead present with a productive cough. Choice 2. Gram-negative organisms such as Klebsiella species may cause pneumonia in high-risk patients such as alcoholics or diabetics. Gram-negative organisms are unlikely to cause pneumonia in otherwise healthy young adults. Choice 4. DNA viruses such as adenovirus may also cause pneumonia, but it is much less common, especially in young adults. Choice 5. RNA viruses such as influenza may cause pneumonia in young adults. However, atypical walking pneumonia is most commonly due to mycoplasma infection. Finally, a bullet summary. Mycoplasma causes atypical pneumonia in young adults, and it is not characterized by gram stain due to the lack of a cell wall. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 26-year-old man with HIV and a recent CD4 positive count of 800 presents to his PCP with fever, cough, and dyspnea. He notes that he recently lost his job as a construction worker and has not been able to afford his heart medication. His temperature is 102.6 degrees Fahrenheit, or 39.2 degrees Celsius. Pulse is 75 beats per minute, respirations are 24 breaths per minute, and blood pressure is 135 over 92. Physical exam reveals a tachypneic patient with scattered crackles in both lungs. His labs demonstrate a CD4 positive count of 145 and an elevated LDH. Chest radiography is notable for bilateral diffuse interstitial infiltrates. For definitive diagnosis, the physician obtains a sputum sample. Which stain should he use to visualize the most likely responsible organism? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Zeal-Nielsen stain Choice 2. Silver stain Choice 3. India ink stain Choice 4. Periodic acid shift stain Or Choice 5. Carbol fusion stain The best answer to this question is Choice 2. Silver stain the most likely diagnosis in this patient with uncontrolled HIV and pneumonia is pneumocystis gerovechi. This organism is visualized using a silver stain, which stains the cell wall of the cystic form of the organism. Pneumocystis gerovechi can exist in either the cystic or trophic form. Since it cannot be cultured, diagnosis often relies on staining of the organism in sputum. The silver stain is used to detect the cell wall of its cystic form. It is also used for the detection of other organisms such as Coccidioides, Legionella, and Leptospira. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. The Zeal-Nielsen stain or acid-fast stain is used to detect bacteria that contain mycolic acid in their cell wall, which prevents acid washout during stain preparation. It is used to diagnose mycobacteria and nocardia. Choice 3. The India ink stain, also called a negative stain, detects polysaccharide capsules. It is used to diagnose Cryptococcus neoformans, a common cause of lung disease. Choice 4. The PAS, or periodic acid shift stain, will stain polysaccharides, in particular glycogen, and other molecules with a high carbohydrate content. It is used to diagnose Whipple's disease, glycogen storage diseases, and Paget's disease of the breast. Choice 5. The carbofusion stain is another term for the Zeal-Nielsen stain described previously. Finally, a bullet summary. Silver stain can be used to detect pneumocystis gerovechi. That's all for this review about stains. We hope that was helpful. 
This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.